Hello out there. Welcome to our podcast today, The Brand and the Source. This is Coach Eric Johnson, The Brand. And this is Coach Aaron Thigpen, The Source. EJ, uh, first tell them about uh, some of the things we got coming up. Sure, Aaron. Sounds good. Um, I believe, Aaron, later, I think it's the third week in February, on that Saturday from 10 to 12, we are having a seminar for all you uh, travel ball athletes in any sport about uh, navigating your son or daughter in travel sports. And it's going to be at Game Speed in Concord. Really looking forward to that and giving some knowledge to the parents, Aaron, about, you know, really how to navigate their 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 athlete in this day and age um in travel sports i think it's going to be a great seminar on that day yeah that's going to be saturday february 25th so guys come on down get some good information check us out um today's podcast pedigree or pretender who's coaching your athlete so i guess we might want to put this for some of you guys might think, maybe we'll put this in our haters series. <laughs> <laughs> the haters. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're going to have a little bit of, a uh, little bit of hating, I guess, or, or I got my uh, hater raid here. So, <laughs> Well, you know, we're going to spice it up a little bit, Aaron, as but, I always say, spice it up. It's going to be spicy, spicy today because, uh, you know, as you know, out there, you know, we have a lot of uh, pretenders, you know, and not enough guys with pedigree and the knowledge. So it's all right today. We're going to spice it up, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just that people are spending good money and, you know, there's a lot of people getting burned and there's a lot of the guys who are selling things that they're, they're not, uh, you know, producing. They're not... Uh, giving the, the parents what they're asking for. So, and this is a process that everyone, you know, should be going through. It's really about how to vet your coach. And and there's, I mean, I guess there's, there's different ways to look at how to vet a coach. I always think there's a combination. You always want to find someone who has a combination of experience as an athlete, experience as a coach, and 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 in time in both of those fields not brief stints and again there's a lot of good coaches out there especially young coaches who are just getting started right okay but you know you've also got to be careful that that individual can give your athlete what they're looking for and i know our business goes off a of reputation. I mean, I get a lot of my athletes by referral, but I, I still, the reason, one reason why I have a website is so that people can go and look and see what I'm about, where I've been. So that way they understand who I am as a coach, kind of where my philosophy is, where I'm going and, and, and be comfortable and confident in sending their athlete to me. And nowadays, you know, I, I I see guys who are, you know, coming up in the, the field or may have been in the field and they haven't really seemed to have, they don't put any of their credentials out there. You right. know, you go to a website and it's just like their name in blank, you know, <laughs> and it's like, well, right. what's, what's to make 
the, the parent and the athlete feel comfortable about you as a coach or a trainer um, and where you've been and where you may be able to take them. And I think that's a, I think that's a, a, a key point because it tells you a little bit about how this guy may be able, may be interacting with your kid. Or is he just a guy who hung up a shingle and said, hey, you know, I'm giving batting lessons or I'm giving speed lessons. And um, so I, I think looking at that combination of athletic past, coaching and instructing past, and years of experience, that's an important combination. And you want to, you know, maximize that. So that's where I'd start. Um, because again, you know, if you're going to look for a doctor, you're going to look for a lawyer, you're going to look for any other professional, you'd probably want to know that. So, and you're entrusting your kid to this or your athlete to this individual, you know, I think you should do the same thing. I agree with you hundred percent. I see a lot of this, you know, happening. Um, you know, I, I mean, it happens to us. We always send people to our website, Aaron, um, all the time and say, Hey, listen, find out what I'm about. You know, I always say that, find out what I'm about. I think out there today, you have just have a lot of people collecting paychecks or collecting money. And are we really helping the athlete, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say this, helping them not only physically, but emotionally, mentally, you know, and I think the mental side of it has a lot to do with it. You know, you and I competed at a high level. We understand that um, the pressure of that feeling at that intense level. Um, that's our pedigree. That's our athletic past. And then the neat thing is that you and I have coached, you know, national championship teams. And we know what that feels like too, being the coach. Um, so I tell players and parents out there, have your goals. The first thing is have your goals. What are you, what are you looking for in a, a, whether it's a private coach, um, uh, instructor, whatever. Uh, what are your goals? Write those things down and see if that, that coach, um, you know, has, you know, that same kind of philosophy. I think you said the word correct philosophy earlier about what are they about? You know, what do they want to do? And I tell, I tell players this, what is your goal at the end of the day? Do you want to be, you know, do you want to be a high school athlete? Do you want to be a college athlete? You want to be a professional athlete? Well, be affiliated with somebody that has, you know, is moving in that direction. And I think that's that's kind of important there. You know, just don't have somebody that has a lot of fluff and not a lot of content. Yeah. And, you know, again, you'll have to decide what weight each of those areas I spoke on carries. You know, maybe athletic experience carries more weight with you than, you know, coaching experience or time in. But... You know, not all great athletes make great coaches, you mm. know, and there are some very good coaches and trainers who hadn't played the game, but, you know, they've got time in. So you want to research all of that and, and you want to have an idea of, OK, hey, is this skill set, this trainer's skill set, this coach's skill set commensurate with what? my athlete needs to learn at this point in his development, you know? So right. for a beginner, a younger coach or a less experienced coach may be fine, you know? Uh, if they're if they're still teaching the fundamentals and that and establishing that foundation, uh, may be fine. 
You know, if it's just, hey, you know, this is what I did. Well, that's, I don't think that says, you know, a stronger a, a reason. Um, so you want to, you know, say, hey, look, if my kid is more, um, maybe you mentioned something about the mental aspect, which is key. And I, and I talk more and more now um, about that being the big separator. We had a, a group of uh, softball team in last night. And right. that was the lecture I gave, you know, the five minute lecture I gave them. You know, one of the biggest deciding factors is not the physical, it's the mental. And so, you know, if that's the case, that's not something that just happens. You know, that's something that's fostered and built with athletes as well. And that's done with the proper coaches, with the proper trainers, you know, so um, that mental aspect of the game, whether it be from a tactical sense, whether it be from a competitiveness sense, you know, whether it be from a technical sense, you know, that's also important. You want to have someone who's going to start to develop the, that those mental muscles so that they learn how to handle pressure situations. They learn how to overcome adversity. They learn how to, you know, not get cocky, get the big head. They learn how to, you know, be graceful in their successes. Those are things that are learned as well. You know, they're learned in the home, but they're also learned, you know, in their interaction with their coaches and their trainers. And so I think that's a component that people don't always look at. You know, sometimes, you know, what I tell a lot of athletes is it's not how much your the trainer knows. It's just if he's, if he or she can communicate you to it, you know, communicate it to you. And if what's working, if it's working, there's no need to look for someplace else, you know? And the other thing I always say is, you know, are you also being able to grow you know, as an, as an individual with this person, you know, are they teaching you the right things? You know, are they teaching to be a sore loser? Are they teaching you to, you know, to be, you know, you know, cocky? Are they, you know, are they, are they teaching you good athletic traits and habits? Or are they teaching you bad? Now they may have a great skill set, but you know, yeah. And it just popped in my head, but uh, (laughs) Cobra Kai. From uh, Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, Karate right. Kid, right. <laughs> Those guys were badass karate guys, but the philosophy and the things that the guy was teaching, you know, right. weren't right. And then on the other side, you got Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off, very simple, <laughs> da-da-da, you know? So, right. again, it's, it's not just about the, the athletic skill set, technical skill set, but it's about also, you know, I think the growth of the person as well. And, you know, one of the compliments that I always hear parents give you, uh, EJ, is that we want to get our kid with a good person. Right. You know, that's what they say. We want our, we like EJ because we want our kids to be around good people. And I think that's probably, you know, the biggest compliment you can get. And that's really kind of what this is all about because we're we're not all going to swing a bat for you know hundreds of thousand dollars a year or, or shoot a ball through a hoop for millions of dollars a year so i think that time that's spent 
you should be choosing quality people and getting your athlete around quality people more so than anything else. Thanks for that compliment. I appreciate that. I'm going to tell you this is really funny. You took the words right out of my mouth because I always say interpersonal growth yeah. uh, that these athletes and their instructors have together. You know, it's, uh, you know, people say it takes a village, right? It takes a village for, you know, your development of a person. And it does. And I think, you know, when coaches can coach players and bring the best out in them to where they're quality people. And, you know, I'll take a page out of Rob Bruno, from, you know, one of our podcasts, or one mm -hmm. of our podcasts is that it's a 40 year investment. I use that a lot because it's yeah, true. Yeah, I like that term. I, I, I love that term. It's a 40 year investment. You want this athlete um, to go out and be, you know, the best they can be in life at the end of the day. And I think, you know, when you're looking at a coach that can influence people in a positive way, they're going to get a lot out of, you know, not only the instruction, the instruction's the instruction, man. I tell you that at the end of the day, you know, when we get to the end of your career, wherever that is, you start becoming savvy and smarter. If you're in it, you're, you're vetted into this and you really want to do it. And you start taking those um, lessons that you get from that instructor long time ago that they taught you. And you start to use those uh, to help you get through the end, end part of your career. And those things kind of carry on to the next journey in your life. They're stepping stones. So it's kind of, it's interesting, you know, Aaron, I always tell people, you know, and you said this earlier, I'm going to go back to this about, you know, when a younger athlete is starting out, you know, it, you don't have to go get the best coach. Go find somebody that can relate to your kid. Yes. That they, they can get their attention. Yeah, that is so important that they can relate, feel comfortable and and don't feel like, oh, I'm making a mistake. What's wrong with me? You don't want to be around people like that with your kid. No, you want to you want to have that relationship to where that young person has a trust in that person that's teaching them and they feel comfortable not to make mistakes and are able to go out and just free it up. And you know what? You know, I, I never say it's like, hey, man, you made a mistake. It's it's a learning experience and there's growth in that. And can we get, keep on getting better? And it's a process. You know, it's not something really quick, like a quick fix. And I, I, I tell everyone out there too, Aaron, when you're looking for somebody, it's not a quick fix. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's a whole nother subject here about quick fixes, you know, quick fix syndrome. That's what I see a lot these days is that quick fix syndrome i gotta get ready for this meet i have four weeks and or i have two weeks i gotta i gotta get faster or you know stuff like that and i know you can and, and talk about that subject that happens to both of us quite often sometimes but um yeah i think that's important well yeah i mean you know to to relate that to what we're talking about you know again when you're vetting some of these coaches and, and trainers you know be careful of some of the promises you know some of these quick fix promises um i know it sounds great but uh, not everything is always that simple and and so you know we have the uh podcast magic beans that kind of talks <laughs> about a little bit about where you know you got to be careful about chasing everything that's put out there and i know with social media you know it's very easy 
to get enamored with what's being shown on the social media of, you know, a, a baseball team, a basketball team, a coach, a trainer, and, and let that influence you. But, you know, I always say, you know, lift up the hood, kick the tires. Um, you know, you may not know exactly what you're looking for, but you might see something that doesn't uh, resonate with you, you know. So I always say dig a little deeper, take a time to read their website. You know, if they don't have a website, you know, find out more about them and maybe ask why, you know, because anyone who I feel who's worth their salt in this business has no problem putting up, you know, who they are, where they've been. You know, it, it kills me. You, you pull up a site and the guy says he's been in the business for 15 years, but he has no bio. You know, you got to, you know, one, you got to wonder why. And it's not about, you know, having a fluff page or anything like that. Right. But, you know, you should be able to state, hey, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is where I've been. And just to kind of backtrack a little bit, you talked about uh, Rob Bruno's uh, uh, quote, which I love too, is, is, you know, this for a lot of kids is a 40 year investment mm -hmm. uh, in terms of who they are in their development as a person, um, you know, per, a couple examples. I just spent an hour and a half talking with one of my athletes who's probably who's about 45, 46, who I coached years ago at Chabot, who's now opening you know, his own sports performance center out in the Central Valley. And, uh, you know, that was one of the things he said. He goes, you know, coach, even though you weren't necessarily working with the jumpers because I was a sprint coach, but he goes, I remember your philosophy and how you interacted with, you know, he sprinted sometimes, but how you interact with us and, and kind of, you know, he took some of those lessons and now he puts them into play with his athletes and also as well as business, you know, and that was something that happened 20 something odd years ago. So, you know, the interaction you have with your coaches does reverberate, you know, those ripples go out far, they're far, you know, reaching. And, and so you want to make sure your athlete is in, you know, the presence of people who are going to give those kind of positive, you know, ripples. Uh, the other example real quick was we had lunch with uh, Ben Clark, who's now getting married, you know, and this is a kid, what you've probably had since he was in the sixth grade, you know? Right. Exactly. And, and one of the things he mentioned is, hey, you know, I took your teachings, you know, and we weren't necessarily, you know, we were teaching him as a baseball athlete, but there are other things that he got with his experiences with us that also have shaped him, you know, into, you know, being the young man he is now and moving on and getting married and playing baseball, you know, collegiately. So, you know, the it's satisfying to hear, you know, definitely on our end, but right. those are some of the unforeseen, um, I guess, negative and positive reverberations of your interactions that your kid has that you really need to think about because, you know, it might sound cliche, but you can, you know, coaches and teachers and other individuals who come into your, your, your athlete's life can shape who they are for better or for worse. So, you know, just like, again, finding any other professional, you want to make sure they're around quality people.
awesome. And people who are real. I mean, uh, just one more thing. We got the guy who's yeah. in, you know, now to talk politics. So some of you guys might turn this off right now. But you got the guy, uh, what's it, Santos, you know? That, oh, out of New York. Right. Now, the guy lied on his resume. You know, and he lied to a pretty big extent. And, you know, I, I don't carry water for Democrats or Republicans, but, you know, that's got to make me wonder about the integrity of this guy. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't want someone like that representing me, you know. And so I think it's the same thing in sports. You know, if the guy has to do all of that just to get the job. Eh, he's probably not of the moral fiber character that I really want my kid around. Yeah. You couldn't have said that any better. Be around quality people out there, parents, and that can influence your kids in a positive way that can make them be better people in the in the long run. That's what we're really saying at the end of the day, Aaron. And and do have pedigree and do have experience, but also have those good interpersonal skills to have growth. Okay. So hey. With that said, Aaron, you got any, you got anything else for the people out there we're, we got coming up, uh, Aaron? I think that's it. You know, just follow us, right? Follow us yeah, as much just, as you um, I just, you know, continue to listen to the podcast. I know there's a lot of you guys out there. We'd love to hear from you. I'm always saying that. Um, tell your friends. Send us questions, a quick text, a quick email. Um, you know, it all gives us information for our next podcast. You know, helps to kind of spark that uh conversation um these also are being put on our our youtube channel so if you can stand looking at our mugs for 30 or 40 minutes <laughs> you know go to the youtube channel but uh we do appreciate you guys listening spread the word and uh, again we've got some good things coming up especially that seminar i think that's going to be a great uh, first step uh for a lot of parents and and getting some information and just getting to know us too. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in today. This is Coach Eric Johnson, the brand. And Coach Aaron Thigpen, the source. We'll see you.